What you're about to listen to is the old version of this show under the title Dungeon Driver. I recorded it in my car, so the audio quality isn't the best. You can start here with these mostly rough episodes, or you can skip ahead to after the first adventure series where difficulty class really starts. Either way, enjoy! What's up and welcome to episode 7 of Dungeon Driver. I'm your host Trevor Bettis and this is a show where you can write in with your questions, topics, and feedback or even suggestions about Dungeons and Dragons and we'll have a one-sided chat, I guess. That I guess that's what it is. Um, yeah, so welcome. Uh, today's car wash, since I didn't do one this morning, uh, if you... So I've been asking for a, uh, a, a cover art and, you know, song or whatnot, but I thought, what the heck, maybe I'll just give making a terrible cover art myself. So if you have an idea of what the cover art should look like, uh, tweet at me at Dungeon Driver or send me an email at DungeonDriverPodcast.com, which by the way, I did find out is my actual email. So I was right. Joe Schmo's not getting my emails. Uh, that's good. Um... But on let's let's just hop right into the question. Uh, today's question comes from Dusty Hill, my friend, uh, at Dusty Hill, but with an E instead of a Y, because Dusty's fancy. Uh, he asks, "What do you uh, what do you as a DM uh, know now that you wish you'd known when you started?" Well, um, a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Like, I don't think I could actually list off on one episode of this show the amount of stuff I wish I'd known. Now, granted, uh, that partly has to do with the fact that when I started playing Dungeons & Dragons, we were, you know, right in the middle of 4th edition. Which, if you didn't play and you haven't talked to people about, it's not remembered fondly. Uh, fourth edition took uh, Dungeons and Dragons and turned it a little bit more into a tactical tabletop board game. Um, even down to the fact that you didn't operate in feet; it literally just said you move six squares. All of the wording in the books referred to squares instead of feet, which just you know instantaneously makes it more of a board game than a role playing game. Um. But what? But outside of that, the I, I I wish I had I wish I'd listened to more people. And now, to be fair, back in 2011, there wasn't a lot of Dungeons and Dragons content that you could watch and or listen to. Uh, I was mostly down to the Penny Arcade podcast that Chris Perkins ran for Scott Kurtz, Jerry Holcomb's, and Microholic. And listening to those helped me a lot. Uh, you know, Chris Perkins is my ideal DM, so I, I, I based my style off of his. But there was still a lot more that you know couldn't you, you couldn't be explained just through listening to some people play. Um, I would build my encounters, and I'd basically build the the like the night's game around the encounters. It would be, here's some story for why there's going to be encounters. Here's the encounters. Here's some story to tie up those encounters. 
And I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is I wish I'd understand I wish I had understood the flow of the game. Um and I never really actually thought about that until talking it out right now. The the flow of the game is you know letting the players find those encounters instead of just here's the encounters, go do them. Um letting them go around and do stuff and talk to people. I mean, I'm pretty sure I didn't actually have a player to NPC interaction until my players were like level 11. Yeah. Like they were just telling me like, I would just tell them what stuff happens. I'm like, okay, what do you guys want to do with that? And they'd be like, okay, well, we just want to go do this. Okay. So you guys go do that. It, there was no actual role-playing to it. There was barely any story building to it. Another pretty embarrassing thing is I thought that all checks were skill checks. I did not know that you could just do a strength check or a dex check until really far into the game. And it, it like blew my mind. I'm like, oh man, there were so many checks that I could have done that instead of this instead of trying to find a skill. And, but that comes down to, one, not reading as much as I should have, and two, not having, you know, somewhere where I could learn it outside of the book, which, you know, to be fair, is a pretty easy place to learn it. But I I do enjoy learning stuff a little bit more, especially back then, through listening or watching. Now, it's, oh my god, I get one of these books and I just freaking absorb it. Um, Let's see, what, well, let, let, let's, let's even move it a little bit further. Let, let's go to... Right after the fourth edition game, when I started running uh, a Pathfinder game, uh, my wife started running Pathfinder first, um, then I started doing a pirate one. And that pirate one I did off of one of their pre-written campaigns, which was called Skulls and Shackles, which mm, I have feelings about that one. Maybe one day I will, I'll put up a podcast where it's just me ranting about that first book. Um but it didn't go well, and I was trying to stay so rigidly to the book that my players weren't having fun. And, and this was actually kind of one of one of the places where DMing started to change for me because they weren't having fun. They were not. They were. They were being vocal about that, and I. There was literally a session where I read something, everyone groaned. I looked up, I took the book, and I just threw it over my shoulder. And I just looked at them and went, there's a mutiny. And that started off a whole new uh, way that things went. And they it, it completely changed what was going on. And I started running the game um, more closely to what I'm doing now, but it was still very rigid. But... I did allow more time for like them talking. By the way, I don't know if you guys can hear the rain from my windshield right now, but it's coming down really fucking hard. Um, but I left more room in my in my prep time for them to talk, to decide, to do stuff. But it was still pretty much down to, yeah, but they're gonna end up here. Now, most of the time, I write. I really hope they end up here. Um. So I, not being as rigid was another one of those things that I wish 
that I had learned. But the thing is, though, is that it's 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 kind of hard for me to say that simply because I don't think I would have if I had just had someone tell me don't do that. I don't think I would have understood it. Like I would, I don't think I under, would have understood what that meant until I sit there and think back on the way I ran games. I'm like, oh, that could have been better. So I guess self-critiquing myself made me a better DM. And that's self-critiquing, not breaking myself down. Like, oddly, one of the things that I don't beat myself up about is DMing, is that if I screw something up, I just like, well, you know, do it next time. Because I've DMed so many games and done it for so long that if I screw up once on something, it doesn't matter. It, 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 you fix it next time. You remember that rule next time. So that being beating yourself up over one game, it, it's not going to matter. It really isn't. Um, but I'm actually, that's going to, I'm going to shift gears real quick to um, a topic that I'm going to talk about, which is don't worry about what you don't know. And that's kind of what kind of flowing off of Dusty's question. If, you know, if you're in a game and I kind of talked about this on the kids one. If you don't know a rule or if you don't, if you don't think that you know enough about DMing to DM, you're wrong. You can just do it. You, you will probably stumble. I did. I mean, I kept it together, I think, pretty well. I'll, I'll never forget the time in fourth edition where I had the big bad guy um, in the book. It said he rides up. He mocks them. He runs away. I had him step off the horse. I don't know why I did this. And this is probably why I got scared of ever going off book. He took one step off the horse and my party obliterated him. Just dead. Whole section of the campaign book. Gone. It was, but the thing is, though, is that like in the moment I was like, oh my God, what do I do? This is, ah. But they were going to, uh, now I think back, I'm like, that was awesome. <laughs> but getting back on topic, the, not, if you don't think you don't know enough, you, you, you can wing it. You can tell your part. You can tell your group, like, it, <laughs> jumble of thoughts that all hit me at once. Talk to your party. That is a really important thing to do. If you, you know, talk to them ahead of time and be like, I really want to DM and I know it's going to be a little rough at first, but just go with me on it. Like, like, just give me a little bit of leeway. Help me out if, you know, I need it and stuff like that. They're your friends. Like, I don't think they're going to sit there and be like, "Eh, I don't know. That's uh, you. You shouldn't be doing this. They're they're They'll help you out. They're, they're your friends. They should help you out. Um, so don't sit there and worry about what you don't know or what you think you don't know when in fact you probably do know quite a bit, especially when it comes to like the rules of it. Um, you just don't like, it's, it's funny, but you, you know it, you probably just don't know that you know it. Like you'll get that moment of stage fright where you think, oh, there needs to be a check here. Oh my God, what check do I do? But you've had a DM ask for a check like that countless times as a player. So you can just think about like, you can even just be like, what would my DM have me roll? And then just go with that. 
or do what I do and go, I still can't remember the stupid skills in this game. Give me your sheet. Um, do that one. Yeah, I do that. It's, it's fine. I don't, I can't remember all of the skills, namely because I'm trying to remember all of the fifth edition skills, all the Pathfinder skills, all the Star Wars skills. And they just, oh my God, I can't tell you how many times I've asked my fifth edition group to roll a diplomacy check. And if you don't know what a diplomacy check is, that's because you play, uh, you don't play Pathfinder and it's just, it throws everybody out, but it happens. You just have to not worry about it. Person in front of me, what are you doing? Okay. Turning. Okay. Sorry. They, I thought they were going to drive on the other side of the road for a second. Um, but yeah, you, you know, this stuff, you can do this. Don't freak out. Um, get the materials that you need. If you can get them, I understand that. Um, and do as much research as you feel comfortable with. Don't, don't know life. This it's just a game. You don't need to study this as hard as you studied your, you know, physics exams in college or whatever. Physics in college? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's been a while. Um, you don't need to know life. You don't need to study it that hard. Just get to know it enough that you think you could sit down and explain it to someone. And explain it to someone, I don't mean like in depth, just enough to run a game. Um, but yeah, I think I've, uh, I think I've talked that one out. Uh, so this is the, towards the end of the show, I'm almost home. Um, I don't have any more new podcast places yet. Uh, iTunes is still eluding me. Uh, I'm probably going to have to resubmit because I don't know what's going on with them. They're the one that I use and they're, they're like, nah, we don't want you. So hopefully I'll have some updates for you on that one, because I do know that a lot of people that listen to this, uh, do use like iPhone, the podcast app. So trying to get it to you so you don't have to use apps you don't like using to listen to me, which I still do very much appreciate. Um, and uh, if you are listening on one that's already up there or you're listening on Anchor, uh, if you leave me a review, I would really appreciate it. That'd be super awesome of you. Please don't be jerks. Um, and uh, don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter at Dungeon Driver. Tweet me your questions, topics, feedback, suggestions. Uh, you can put the hashtag, uh, hashtag dungeon questions on there so I can go through and find them. Uh, you can also email me at our, no, uh, dungeon driver podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, I've, uh, got no other suggestions for my sign up. So I guess I still don't have a sign up.